0: Not every film can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stay shit forever? And which one got a little bit better? of this podcast.
1: Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we re-watch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance.
0: I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves re-watching movies, and I believe in truth, but I'm also a big fan of justice.
1: I'm Jessica Quaz, your one-and-done kind of movie viewer who never had any strong opinions about Joss Whedon, but certainly does now. And that is because we are talking about the Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: We're discussing that movie today because it is essentially the world's second chance with the movie Justice League. In 2017, we got a release of Justice League, as we're going to refer to it as... Um, yikes there's some history behind this movie so for those of you who don't know about this movie i don't know how you couldn't not know about this movie it's where all of our dc characters group up together and do one big movie together almost like an avengers level um but like uh things happen
1: yeah so it, it, there's a very like complex history of like what led us to a entire second chance with the justice league like you were saying, Zack Snyder had to step down, um, and it's a really difficult topic, but he had to step down because his daughter did commit suicide, um, uh, and it was it was a tragic reason why he had to leave, um, but like Joe said, they had majority of the movie done uh, when he was- I think,
0: I think all of it was filmed.
1: Okay, I've heard, like, other, like, conflicting things, but I know- like I definitely heard if it wasn't all done, it was like very close to being done. Um, so they bring in Jazz Whedon and we later learn that Jazz Whedon was also incredibly toxic on set. Uh, he kind of demoted, uh, well, no, he did demote Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg storyline, he had a lot of issues with the cast, with reshoots. He was incredibly demanding. There are stories of him saying things like, "I took over Zach's movie," kind of just having this like disgusting sort of like I own this set sort of vibe. And to me, like that's just so gross to hear about because you didn't take the movie from Zach. Zach chose to step away because of grief and pain, and and. Whedon sort of, like, used that as a way to, like, propel his ego. Um, And I think now you can sort of tell in the 2017 version that, like, there was some disconnect between, like, Whedon and everything else because it does appear like he was just trying to take his previous success with the Avengers and mold it into the DCEU, which was already very different.
0: We'll get into those details in a bit. I just need to say... The 2017 Justice League got, it was pretty ooh, pretty mixed reviews, mostly negative. Um, and the fans didn't like it. It kind of derailed from there. we were, I think Ben Affleck was stepping down for Batman, not even going to do his Batman movie that he was set up for. A lot of other projects fell through from this universe that Snyder had built up. And from that, because of all those things, I think there was rumor that he had a cut of a cut of the movie himself and fans hashtagging released the Snyder cut that started trending and twittering and all that stuff. And oh man, that ball just kept rolling, snowballing into a big old movie that we now know is a four hour epic of Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's been what, two weeks? since almost two weeks
1: i think it's been out for about two weeks now
0: we we wanted to give you guys a little time to digest this movie also not spoil it but we're gonna spoil it today but we did not want to spoil it for people who had been seeing it i think if you really wanted to see it you would have seen it that first week well before we talk about everyone's second chance and our second chance do you want to talk about our first chance watching justice league in 2017
1: yeah um mine is very underwhelming in that I did not see it in theaters. I waited until it came out on some sort of streaming service. I think it was like Hulu. I could be wrong. Um, So I don't even remember when I saw it, but not close to its release, I don't think. And it was just sort of like, I like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I ain't paying for Justice League, sort of mentality um so when i finally did see it
0: because of batman versus superman
1: yeah it was batman versus superman was such a disappointment that i didn't necessarily care about justice league i didn't have high hopes for it um so and i watched it on streaming and i just remember like being very bored with it like very like not into it not caring just sort of like the movie felt like it was just going through motions and I was kind of watching it and then sometimes like doing something else. Like I just, it didn't engage me whatsoever. And by the end of it, it just kind of stops. And I was like, okay, well, (laughs) that's that, I guess. Bye. Like it was just, there was, for me, like it's so like not memorable, nothing, whatever. It was just, I watched a movie and thought, yeah, I didn't need to see that
0: uh the wife and i saw it in theaters um because i was of course excited i wanted to see i want to see all the superhero movies in theaters and we get there uh we see, we see it there's parts of it i like um just because like i was interested in like hey i don't know what cyborg is i don't know who that guy is i know he's a character in the dc universe but i don't know his origin story and lo and behold we don't really get it um And so, like, that's kind of bumming me out. But I like seeing Cyborg and Flash. And just, like, characters I'm not used to seeing in the theaters. I think everyone's really well cast. Uh, At least the first time I watched it. I mean, I still think it now. But I still think, wow, these are just, just good actors for all these parts. And there's just something that falls flat. Like, action's pretty okay. But, like, I think the biggest thing that I hated was just, like, there's a villain in it, there's just a big CGI thing, and I don't know really what he wants or what he's doing. And I don't feel like there's any stakes in this movie. Um, there's also a huge like t- twist that Superman comes back to life. But have you followed any of like the promotions for this movie? They talk about Superman a lot and Henry Cavill and stuff, and so you're like, okay, well. Um, he's not dead, guys. He's coming back. And so, like, that's not really a twist to me. Um, It just was... It's just boring, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's It's very... And I, I feel like now that we've seen what it could have been, the things that bored me before, it makes sense why it bored me. Because I, there was, thing, it felt like things were just happening just to happen. Whereas in, in the Zack Snyder Justice League, we understand why things happen. They don't they, just happen.
0: We took out all the information to help us get to point A mm-hmm. B, or to get to point B. What are we talking about here? What's going on, guys?
1: There was like so much that just felt like I didn't, no it wasn't presented to us so therefore i didn't care that's why i didn't have any sort of connection with the movie um and yeah seeing again like what it could have been it's like oh well you took all this out no wonder i didn't give a shit because i didn't know this was the intent or so it's it's interesting again seeing a movie as how it was presented in 2017 and then this other version of like what the original sort of idea was and being able to expand upon that um so yeah do we want to talk about our our viewing of zach snyder's justice league i sure do all what right it said
0: no do we just not do the rest <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> then you
1: i guess like I, I just talk at you and you listen <laughs> oh, or you okay. sign off and it's just me i don't know don't do so, that so
0: uh i'm gonna go into so what i really liked about watching at least the snyder cut version of this is that it's on HBO Max, nice streaming service. It could, the movie is four hours. I do not want to sit in a movie theater for four hours. I need a bathroom break. I need something. Um, the movie is also divided up into like sections, which feels almost episodic, but also it doesn't feel episodic like I'm watching a show. It feels like a movie. It just breaks into like part one. Part two. So I knew that there was six parts to it. So after part three, we got to part four, wife and I got to pause it, go around the block, get some exercise, move those legs, cook some dinner, and get ready for part four. And I was like, okay, this is the way to watch this. Like take a nice little like hour intermission and get back into it.
1: Yeah, I also watched it in parts. I watched it in more parts than you did. And I didn't actually watch it all in one day. Um, Watched
0: it in one day which is what i was hoping you would say how many I days did it take you to struggle through this
1: <laughs> like four like oh. four days and it was, it was like two days space to like two days and then it would because like it, but that's i liked actually watching it like that because like you said you can watch it and hey, I gotta I gotta do this or I need to eat dinner. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it and just sort of like think about what I just saw and think about like where's this going? Um and you while you're watching a full length movie, you don't always get to do that. Um so like, I stop. thought that was really cool. Take,
0: take a moment to digest what we just watched. Yeah, because yeah, on our walk we would talk about like, oh hey, oh man, that was cool. This is the new thing. This is yeah. new I wonder how they're gonna do in how well this is gonna incorporate this. Cause I was trying to remember. 2017's terrible iteration um, and big revelation for you after I watched this four hour movie in preparation for talking about it I watched the Justice League again
1: wow
0: just to see like wow. how different the two are and you right off the bat you can tell when you're watching Justice League which I'll never do again <laughs> Watching it, I was like, you know what? This is crazy because this is the last time I'll ever watch this movie.
1: It it sort of like grosses me out that one they didn't um, like give it to like give a director who works closely with Snyder or who has a similar style like the helm and kind of like take over and then Snyder could come back when he's ready. It just sort of feels like okay, well you're out. We're gonna give it all to Jazz. Listen to anything he says. Make any changes we want. Spend off fucking ton of money on reshoots and taking out a mustache and all these stupid things that like we didn't need. And then wonder the mustache. Just watching (sighs) clips of Henry Cavill talking with the CGI mustache out is disgusting. talk about
0: that. Keep what you were talking about.
1: Um, just so to have Jazz like come in and do like almost whatever he wants. Talk to the cast however he wants. Like just literally get all the control instead of working with like the material that was presented also just it grosses me out like there's just something that just grosses me out about the idea that like he just so happened to get the gig and then did whatever he wanted and it was like because Marvel made a ton of money instead of like okay well there's that but we're gonna do this and this is also potentially going to earn us a lot of money but instead when they did all these reshoots when they redid all these things they spent a ton of money and didn't get their return and then instead of being like oh i wonder why that happened it was like oh it was just always gonna fail so we're canning all of our future plans
0: now man i think everyone this is a hot take but i don't think anyone at the high ups of either i don't know who's responsible either dc or warner brothers or maybe both don't really care about this stuff they just want to make money mm-hmm. for looks good on paper that's why we hire Whedon because oh he did Avengers 1 and 2 let's get that guy in there but Snyder's wife Deborah Snyder is a producer on I think all these movies as well with him mm-hmm. and like they both had to step down so you lose a big producer on the movie as well that's you know helping navigate and make decisions
1: yeah, and it also does, again, this is just an observation. This is not fact. It just does seem like Snyder had and still does have a good relationship and, and work ethic with the entire cast. Like the entire cast always is saying nothing but nice things about him and, uh, and are happy for him. Um, whereas you hear these stories about what happened when he left um which we could continue I mean I could talk about that shit for hours I won't um we gotta talk about
0: the Snyder Cut version we gotta not- talk about
1: the Snyder or Cut just, version well
0: we gotta talk about both we got to talk about the movies
1: yeah but I would say like if you're unsure about like if you don't know what happened when Whedon took over like look into it look into what people who've worked with him, what people know personally have said about him um, because it's something that's gone largely ignored for a long time. And I myself included in that. Um, And it's just a lesson in like how not to work with people and how not to even treat a human. Um, So yeah, screw him. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it. Screw Jaws Whedon, Um, he sucks. So let's
0: talk about Ray Fisher. Um, let's talk about ray fisher because he's he's been the one i i want to say i'm gonna throw out the word brave who has and i admire this a lot he's been very vocal about hey uh whedon's been kind of an asshole on set and letting us know kind of he i i think legally he's not allowed to say some details but he's kind of loosened up and he's letting things slip he's just fed up with it which he should be Uh, I like someone who stands up for what's right Um, that that is a superhero Um, and you know I think he's doing it more so for like you know don't treat people poorly it wasn't more so all my stuff was cut I don't get that vibe when he's speaking out about it but after watching the movie and seeing that how much of his stuff is cut yikes for a four-hour Snyder cut, we got so much backstory about Cyborg, who Ray Fisher plays, and Cyborg has zero backstory the first time we saw this. So, this was probably my favorite change in in the movies. I liked seeing this. Like we get kind of like how he came to be Cyborg. Um, his parents. We get a lot more with his parents. And we get mom in the first movie. We just get a little, uh, an easy bitsy bitty piece of dad. Um, and in this one, dad gets to contribute a whole lot. They like break into a science lab where the dad's a scientist guy, the head scientist, and kind of like knows instantly like, yeah, these are superheroes. My son's a superhero. Right this way, guys. You can break into this place.
1: What's nice about that too is um, Cyborg sort of becomes like our vessel into the Justice League as an audience member, because it's sort of like his story of, of learning who he is and growing and then also becoming a team. And so seeing it through that perspective, like just makes it feel more like a team rather than a bunch of people that like Batman is just telling what to do. Because that's how the first one sort of comes off. Whereas this one, it, it genuinely felt more, um, like, like camaraderie around each other and like learning about each other and like working together, as opposed to Batman being like, hey, you, let's do this. And it's like- We gotta be a team. And then also it ties in nicely because his dad is a scientist uh, who's a genius. We understand how these mother boxes uh, relate to the world in a very real way. I as- had
0: no idea the first time around what no. a mother box was. Uh-uh. What their significance was? Nope. And like, s- they come together, and then the world is—it's just a bomb now. I don't know what's happening. In this version, we understand. I under—I know the villain's name now. Stephanie. Yeah, I know <laughs> what his deal is. I know that he—he he works for somebody and wants to like prove himself to that boss. And like, like I get it now. Like, that's the, the other thing the first time around i don't know what this guy is at all what is going on he also looks completely different now his face just looks real and he's got this like machine like armor that's always constantly moving and shaping oh man it's intriguing as hell
1: it really is his look is so good compared to what it was and also just like his story is so much better because in in the 2017 version, it felt like he was just doing things because he was like crazy, the crazy alien dude, watch out. Um, Whereas this like, yeah, like you said, we understand like he's working for someone, he's trying to right a a wrong and this is the way he's doing it. And we get the understanding of like how bad things are if he does, if he succeeds, what the consequences
0: are. And we get a little bit of his boss. which essentially is the same scene that we got of him fighting for the mother boxes. The first go round like years ago, Wonder Woman just gets to tell us the story, but instead of Steppenwolf, it's dark side. And I think it's really cool knowing it's him. And the, it gets a little bit more details. Cause we see like an actual ax go into him and like, he's like losing and he's just, Oh man, he looks powerful. There's that's it's epic that they switch that around um yeah because the first one it just looked like simple which just a little wuss leaving
1: truly and like his the the final battle with him even was like just so not memorable because i didn't care about this guy i didn't get like what oh. does it matter what does <laughs> first, it matter <laughs> first time
0: around he just gets scared and his minions feed off his fear because he can smell it and they essentially kill him like scar from the lion king like the hyena is jumping on him and stuff and pull him into it and then his helmet just like wiggles around on the ground like what i don't care about any of this um now it was for like our new version we get the at least three or four of the justice league members working together to beat the shit out of this dude and then cut his fucking head off oh my god how insane was that
1: I love that this had an R rating too because we got some like really intense fight scenes, like really just like going for it. Oh, fight scenes! Kill you. He, yeah, Batman says the f word. Like, Batman
0: said the fuck word.
1: So, speaking of Batman, do you want to hear something absolutely shocking?
0: Mm, no, I'm afraid of shocking news. Okay,
1: well, you're gonna get it. So okay, here it comes. I liked Batflick in this one i did
0: ah, everyone this is like the biggest news ever yeah. i hope everyone was sitting down for that news because <laughs> jessica liked been <laughs> affleck in a movie oh my god yeah where's it, the calendar i need to write this down <laughs> I, today was the day oh my god dude yeah yeah let me hear about it
1: I was just as surprised as you I did not go into this movie thinking I'm gonna like backflip like I didn't care about him at all that's not why I was here but it turned out like as the movie was going I kept being like oh my god I'm liking this I get what they were going for with him now I get it like I finally get it um I I think what really did it again was the fact that he's not just like the boss man like he was in 2017 Um, and we understand his actions everything having a backstory just works in favor of the entire movie because understanding more of like the weight of why it's important for for Bruce to form the Justice League helped me care about the character more one and not just be like okay you need to calm down bro why you bossing everyone it was it it turned out like in this version to very much be like yes he's the kind of the leader and he's kind of the benefactor like he's got the money and he it was sort of his idea but we're all together in this it wasn't like we're just here because he told us to be. So there's less pressure taken off the character for one. And for two, like I just could tell that there was something about Ben Affleck's performance where he felt, I don't know, I wanna say like maybe more like comfortable or something where in this version, it just felt like it worked more. And in 2017, it just felt like this is really awkward and weird.
0: I like that our ending this time around it's him. He uses his bat plane to just blow the like a force field in their little like base, just so everyone can get in. So once everyone's in, Batman's just on like scout duty, just taking off or taking out like infantry. He does not go after the big bad in any way, shape, or form because he
1: a human, right? And I think that's what I appreciated more was like as a leader he knew what he could help with and what he wasn't needed for in this version. And I just oh, like appreciated that in a leader. And yeah, it was like almost like his leadership in the Zack Snyder cut felt just more organic as opposed to the 2017 version where it's sometimes he's like almost a bully, like trying to get people to he do things. Aquaman
0: get in fights. Aquaman's yeah. way more aggressive in that version. Um, they got a lot of dumb goofy stuff in it too
1: i also Uh, truly loathe the weird like dynamic between um wonder woman and batman in the 2017 version um because it felt like and it could be because of whedon i'll just say it that um they were like two seconds away from hooking up but then they're always like hey, you don't like you. and you need to get it together and like we're not doing this and I so I, I just don't like the dynamic of that whereas like in in Zack Snyder's version one it felt like all the sexual like tension that was forced in 2017 was taken out removed and it just felt like two people who understand what needs to be done and going to work together and like going to make it work and so i think that's also why i liked bruce more was he did he felt like there's less gross in this movie and yeah i appreciated Batflick. flick also just speaking of wonder woman it has to be said i have to say it i am so happy yeah. that the boob fall joke was completely removed cut it, we, it out cut Not it out necessary. very much a weed and idea because they did that they did it in Age of Ultron, and we didn't even bragged about how oh, we did this in the Avengers, so we're gonna do it here. <laughs>
0: I do want to say there is one cringe moment with me with Flash. Okay, I like the scene, there's just a moment in the scene I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Clemons Clemens is uh plays, uh, I think, Iris West. They lock eyes while he's trying to get his like dog job. And she gets in a car accident, and he's got to save her. I love it when we get superhero moments of them saving people. And the fact that they kind of like locked eyes and did the like googly eyes, like, oh, they might be like a future romance. I think they were setting up because for our Flash movie, if we ever get the Flash movie, she'll be in it as like his love interest. But when he's saving her through the air in slow mo, like, brushes her hair and rubs her face i'm like oh we come on we almost got through this and it was great and then he does a creep thing what i did like was just seeing how the flash works is a just a superhero because th- like him turning and speeding in slow-mo and his shoes ripping off his feet i thought was wild i was like i never thought about man every time he gets goes in a flash mode he loses his shoes i wonder if that happens in the video footage when he's stopping the robber and batman versus superman
1: yeah that'd be interesting to find out. out yeah i don't know
0: if he speeds and his shoes are still there i'm like mm, that's weird because in this version uh it's different <laughs> that's my that is my nitpick Um, uh, anyway
1: that's fair like that's, the scene that's very fair because i did not enjoy that moment either but the scene itself was really cool um, and yeah, I, I just liked this version of the Flash more because you're right, we got to understand how he works.
0: And Flash at the end is an entirely different thing. Yeah. In our 2017 version, he's just saving a family in a bathtub and <laughs> just has to rescue people, Dorskoyevsky, like, get out of here. Um, and has like a gag about Superman. I love that Superman catches him with his eye during the first fight but like the fact that they're like competing and seeing who's the fastest and who has the biggest dick i don't care guys like uh, superman is gonna win everything just know that uh but it does seem like flash is probably slightly faster if he can go back through time
1: yeah so this edition i was mind blown by and i absolutely loved it and just made the whole ending so much better so do you want to explain what happens?
0: I would love in it. In that
1: moment? Okay, go so, off.
0: So, the Mother Box is forming together and they gotta... Cyborg's gotta, like, separate it and while he's doing that in his computer Flash has to build off enough charge to zap it right at the last second almost like he did with bringing Superman back to life. Um, and I thought this was such a weird choice. I thought, like, why? when everyone's fighting everyone all Flash is doing is running in a fucking circle? <laughs> I thought, what are we doing with this i was like what and then and then when we got a purpose for that i was like oh wait never mind i love this um back when we we're bringing superman alive he was supposed to touch it right the box right as it hits the water and it splashes into it a bit and i was like wait a second that's not what happens in the other one and then it goes back a little bit and I was like what the fuck is happening and he touches it brings Superman back and then at the end Motherbox comes together, forms, and creates unity and fucking kills everyone right as he decides to like force speed so fast he can go backwards in time. And I realized, oh, that was the Motherbox coming back because he was finally hitting a speed where he was going back a little bit. And then seeing him go backwards through time and like watching Superman's face. Form backwards was so gross and awesome. I was like, <laughs> holy fuck, this is so wild. So the Justice League loses, which is awesome. We see like what was at stake and why this meant so much that why we need to stop this and you know how powerful our villains are. But that we got lucky because we found that one little dude that can go so fast, he went backwards and was able to like reverse and separate hits part where cyborg can separate and superman can help pull it apart wow boom
1: i just like how can you see that idea and think nah, we got to get a family in a bathtub instead. and
0: when they do that just at the right moment superman or i don't remember if it's superman or if it's aquaman knock um knock steppenwolf to the point where diana can just slice his fucking head off it lands right in front of dark in the like time portal thing i was like holy fucking shit they just decapitated that dude just like pissed all over dark seats playing like fuck you <laughs> deal with it <laughs> i loved it so much
1: i love i loved it so much it i, I love the idea of our superheroes failing, and like not just having the straight shot to like we did it we saved the day it was like no they, they failed they
0: died they all
1: died and <laughs> their faces
0: like, melted off
1: melted off it was over it was done and then the flash was like oh shit i can fix this really quick oh my god i gotta try and he does and so yeah you get to see like this is what we could felt have the happened we felt the weight we of it weight. we felt the weight and it was also just this like cool teaching moment of like you just gotta try again. You' like, don't give up, you gotta try again as I opposed gotta, I gotta do this. To, you gotta do this. Like you might fall down but get back up and do it again and figure it out as opposed to like your typical sort of like, I did it, I saved the day. like don't give up. It was just this wonderful sort of like, oh I shit, love, they could have fucked it all up.
0: And I love that the smell of fear wasn't the thing that turned the bad guy what defeated the bad guy.
1: No, that was so <laughs> lame. just oh, man. lame just lame so i was engaged with everything in a four-hour movie and there was very little that i can even think of besides the aquaman women singing and flesh weirdly touching a woman's hair that i was like oh let's get rid of it so like oh, good
0: job I'll, I'll talk about the one part i would get rid of okay um there's a few aquaman things with willem defoe where i was like did we need this
1: that's true that's- yeah
0: I guess it it, it is a little bit of nice just, like, setting up for that movie, but because we've already gotten that movie, I was like, I already know, and I don't really care. Yeah, Um, yeah. It kind of put us on a foot of, like, he's not the king, in case you didn't know, he not the king, uh, and he doesn't want to be the king, and he's from two different – like, it gives us a little bit of information about him, which is nice.
1: You know, I – I haven't seen the Aquaman movie. Um, so for me, I didn't mind those scenes as much because I didn't, okay. I haven't seen it. And I like, obviously know a little bit about what's going on with him, but like, I got to like, understand the character a little bit more. And so I didn't necessarily mind that, but I see what you're saying. It wasn't completely needed as well.
0: I didn't, if I was cutting for time, sorry to Defoe, you get cut. Yeah. Um, the thing I would definitely cut Is the nightmare sequence at the end with Joker? But, like, in this one, we get a cool group of like six people in like this apocalypse looking world. We get Flash in this like robot suit that he pops up in Batman vs. Superman, which is the scene I always hated. Lois is the key. Oh, wait. uh, Am I too (laughs) early? I hate it so much. Um, we get Cyborg and he looks. He looks almost like Megatron in Transformers 3, where he's got the, like, hood, and he's all robot, and this, like, little, like, gross hood. Yeah. Uh, Looks cool, though. Then we get Deathstroke, which is awesome, because we like Joe Mantegillo. Mm -hmm. Like that guy a lot. Mr. Vargara. We get Amber Heard, and then we get Batman, and then we get Joker. Jared Leto, not with tattoos all over his face. Not with a grill. He's got long, creepy hair. Being Jared Leto, which I don't really care. I don't... This is not my favorite Joker. It'll never be my favorite Joker. So, no. with that bar said that low, I don't care. He can be in it. I don't mind. I just know he'll not be the best. So, I like the Sixth end, and I love So I'm Like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Love it. I don't like... It just feels so out of place um especially it's setting it up for like a movie that's not going to happen yeah and it's setting up for a movie i don't want to watch because superman is the bad guy and i don't want them to fight superman we already got that scene yeah and it was fun but now he's back on our team we don't need him bad again
1: no i i agree i think that the like epilogue scene with the Joker was just maybe sort of fan service as sort of like a hey you stuck with me I'm gonna throw this in. that was the one scene that they shot for this
0: yeah that's um, the scene.
1: so maybe that's why it feels a little disjointed because it wasn't a part of the original idea I don't know it's,
0: no it's content for me just I don't like this like uh nightmare universe world mm-hmm. it doesn't I don't like and I don't like the idea that Superman is gonna be their bad guy
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't have strong feelings on that necessarily either way. I will say, though, that this version and the endings that we got with our different characters and like everything going on, it did make me like want more from the DCEU and then be mad at Warner Brothers. Because (laughs) it was like, I would be so excited for what you guys are doing. Nope. Now I'm mad. Now I'm just mad because I'm never going to get it.
0: Even the setup with like Lex Luthor in in our 2017, very similar. Lex isn't in prison anymore. He's on a boat, Deathstroke, which was a huge what he's gonna be in it. Uh, he's approaches the boat in our 2017. We get a line of like, we should create our own league. <laughs> like, okay, uh, Legion of Doom, cool, we get it, neat. Um, whatever. But in this, he was just like hey i know who batman is and here's that information and let's
1: have fun yeah like
0: yeah i'll do it
1: it was way more like menacing and fun in that way as opposed to like hokey and stupid and and (laughs) (laughs) um i just yeah it was like if this had come out in 2017 i would have been like hey DCEU I'm giving you all a second chance
0: what a what if <laughs> what, what if a... this had came out in 2017
1: I mean yeah that's what's so strange about it too is like what if cert- like we, this would is, still... we got what
0: we were supposed to get I think if we had got that in 2017 we would not be getting Robert Pattinson as Batman
1: no I, and I that I agree. trailer
0: looked awesome
1: I think too like if things were to happen the way they should have happened, ray fisher at this point would have been like a chris evans or like a chris hemsworth where like they were in this and now they're big they're big names because he was like the heart and soul and he was so good too like he was so yeah. compelling to watch that his name would have been big and he was robbed of that opportunity truly um, and it seems
0: like warner brothers is trying to throw him under the bus, yeah. but like. I think the more people speak up, we realize, oh, he was right all along in standing up for everybody. Hero.
1: Yeah, like truly. I I,
0: I, I want him to be in the Flash movie.
1: Well, that's right the now thing. he's
0: he's not in it.
1: Warner Brothers is like, we're not working with you because you spoke out, which is like the exact opposite of what they should be doing, seeing as how they were super toxic with Jaws Whedon. You gotta make up for that. Instead, they're trying to like victim blame him and like shame him yeah. and shun him i mean and that's the only way so
0: we the only way is we the audience could change that is if we don't go see flash
1: i mean not in it are we We're all gonna, gonna see get it? it like are we gonna get it though that's the thing
0: oh yeah are they're we... tra- they, they're tra- i mean they've cast a lot of people now they're like
1: yeah but they like they've been trying for this movie for a very long time
0: and the like, biggest news that just dropped at least yesterday or today, Keaton is trying to back out of it. And he's like one of the biggest draws to the, this movie. He's stating of like claims of like, um, time is an issue, but maybe if like I get a script that I really love, oh, oh dude, like <laughs> we're so close.
1: He's like, you know what, I'm actually busy. Um, yeah, I'm, I have an appointment. New, I can't be Batman. New phone? Who did? <laughs>
0: right. Warner Brothers doesn't ring a bell. Sorry, I don't oh, think I know you. Oh
1: my god. Get it together, WB. Like, what are you doing?
0: What do you think of this movie? What are your final thoughts of this Snyder cut?
1: Um, overall, like super positive. Like, I think it's just it's wonderful that he got to put out the thing he intended. It's sort of this really nice, like full circle moment. Um, you know one thing too that like really touched me was uh, the the way in which he also honored his daughter uh, so at the end of the movie it's in loving memory for her and the credits roll to Alleluia which was her favorite song so I do also just appreciate that he's no he's not like trying to ignore what happened because how could you even um, there's
0: there's also billboards in the movie with the yeah. suicide number prevention lines.
1: Yes. He, him and, and Deborah, his producing wife, are, are very much into that organization as well. And they promoted them throughout the movie, which is so wonderful. So, like that touches me, just the idea that he like circumstances took his vision away. Um, and he got that was amazing it's amazing that the fans who like believed in him and believed in what he was going to do and what they were going to see got that so cool um and yeah overall like I'm not someone who has a huge dedication to comic books um but I will say that this was worth watching surprisingly like I didn't because of like what we were given my expectation was like yeah but like it's still the original footage you guys it's just like gonna be like more of it and it was that was not the case at all like at all um whole new movie the whole new movie whole new situation it felt like whole new characters almost and so everything that goes on in those four hours i appreciated
0: of course give this a second chance this was great we we finally saw the original idea come to fruition and just, I'm really glad that Snyder was able to like give us the movie that he had started and created. And especially cause that man had justice league was really sloppy and it's really nice to see it all like makes sense. Um, what I have multiple feelings on, should we have gotten it or not? I'm glad that we did, but Will that set a precedent now for other people getting their own cuts like I know they're trying to get like a air cut for Suicide Squad we don't need that at all I don't want it (laughs) we're getting a new Suicide Squad movie that looks amazing let's just enjoy that
1: this is a very special situation um in that like Zack Snyder didn't even get to like he was it was just a roadblock a big big roadblock and it wasn't like your typical story of like i wanted to put this in and then the studio said no it's not like that so no i don't think we should be like getting a cut for every movie i think if you screwed up you screwed up this sorry about it um but this was not like that at all you know uh
0: wait four or five years in the making
1: yeah while that like The only other movie I can think of that got a second chance was Cats when the editing and CGI was so bad that they had to resend versions out to movie theaters because the dancers feet weren't hitting the floor. Technically, that was a second chance of the movie. But other than that, um, there's never been anything like this. And so thank you for listening to this bonus episode. We felt like we just had to talk about it in some way. Um, And yeah, we'll be back on Sunday with your regularly scheduled program of Second Chance Movies.
0: Second Chance Movies